Welcome to the Vita Foods Insights Podcast. Join us as we explore the latest in science and innovation, helping the global health and nutrition industry connect, develop, and progress. Today's host is Charlotte Bastianza, Associate Editor. Hi, and welcome to this Vita Foods Insights podcast. Uh, we recently hosted our Vita Foods Digital Week, where we explored the opportunities within multiple health markets, and we also addressed the wider issues of sustainability, transparency, and traceability on our podcast. I encourage you to head to vitafoodsinsights.com, where you can still catch up on all of the Vita Foods Digital Week content if you missed it. But today I'm joined by Peter Freund, who is Business Development Manager at Kessler, which is a company offering cloud-based traceability technology for industrial and CPG brands. Thanks for joining me today, Pete. Thank you for having me. So today we're talking about the role of traceability technology specialists and how strategic partnerships can help businesses move forward with the supply chain mapping of an entire product lifecycle. Pete, I'm so excited to talk about this topic because I'm personally really passionate about this area. My belief is that nutraceutical industry has a solid understanding of the need for traceability, but what is your take on the value of full supply chain transparency and what kind of information should suppliers be including for both supply chain stakeholders as well as the end consumer? Well, it's a bit like I think, you know, a long time ago before there was Corona, we many of us traveled very often and think a little bit of serialization as your own boarding card. It tells you where you're supposed to go, but it also tell you where you currently are at the airport. Have you gone yet through security? Have you gone into the tax-free shop? Have you Are you in a lounge? It, it tells the airport, but also the airline, where you are in your journey as a person. The same is with, with serialization and uh, your, your products. There are many stakeholders, and you want to collect all the data that is assigned to that product through its journey. Because the consumers, they are getting let's say, perhaps more and more demanding on, on, on the transparency of a brand, of a product. They want to know more things. Where do the ingredients come from? Are these ingredients sourced sustainably? Under what circumstances was this product produced? Under what circumstances was it distributed? Uh, where was it produced? How far has this product traveled? And of course, still very often very important, is it a genuine product? Those are the levels of transparency that for one brand can generate quite a lot of value if they can share this with the consumer because for the for that particular product it matters very much to consumers to know that this is a high quality product sourced locally with quality ingredients ingredients etc now in the supply chain again there you can also collect different sets of data again share it with maybe the consumer but also with other stakeholders perhaps the manufacturer Has this product left the factory floor? Is it still in the warehouse? If not, where is it currently? Has it been shipped yet or has it arrived yet at the port of destination? Um, At what store has it been purchased, for example? There's a lot of data there that is now possible to be logged and assigned to every individual product. And these stakeholders are not just the manufacturer or the consumer. It can also be the distributor and the person who's responsible for getting the product from A to B at a 
ideally as low cost as possible, however, meeting the more stringent requirements when it comes to carbon footprints and uh, you know, meeting the HMS requirements, etc. So you give a lot more deeper insights. So essentially, as a manufacturer owner of the brand, I want to produce more efficiently and I want to make a better product for the consumer based on the feedback I collect from them. But as a freight forwarder, I want to get this product from A to B as efficiently as possible. As a wholesaler, I want to optimize my stock. As a consumer, I want more information before I make a choice or a purchase of the type of product I'm looking for. And serialization is one of those key tools that allows you to collect a lot of data, sort through the data, and then share specific collections of this data, depending on who it is that is asking for it. So the depth of insights and the kind of information that we can make available is actually quite unbelievable, Pete. And I think yeah. certainly, as you mentioned, it can be equally as, as beneficial to the brand as it is to the end user. And I think consumers are growing accustomed to seeing traceability come to life through other industrial sectors you made reference to um, when we travel. And I think that's a great analogy. And they'll increasingly put the pressure on the health and wellness sector as well to deliver as this expectation grows. I like how you've mentioned that this information not only benefits supply chain stakeholders and consumers, but it can actually support decisions around product development. I think that's really key. So this is all very interesting, Pete. And when I consider the nutraceutical industry, businesses of different sizes will have different capability levels. So we know that some have the ability to implement traceability solutions internally, while others may not have that in-house ability, or they will look to the guidance of a solutions expert. So Kesler would act as an external technology partner. And, you know, Pete, what could that look like to a manufacturer or a finished products brand? And what types of offerings would be available for, for brands to explore? Well, it's, um, it's not really only for large companies, serialization. Actually, it's, um, we, get, we, we get to that later uh, where we can describe the, the complexity of, of serializing your products. But serialization as such is not the aim. It's a tool to achieve several things. It's, it gives you, at least when you choose Kessler, we feel like we, we create a lot of value in three distinct different fields. The first one is the, the consumer engagement part, what we also like to call that you, you create an augmented product, which essentially generates your a brand own, brand-owned digital marketing channel directly between the brand and the consumer. That's where you can share this valuable information about the origins and the provenance of the product, loyalty programs, consumer insights, recycling instructions, story about sustainability and all of those things, uh, perhaps tailored warranty if it's a, a type of electronics product or something like that. That's where you can distinguish from your competitors and offer quite a lot more bang for your customer's buck or the consumer's buck. The second part is the supply chain uh, visibility where we then said, again, the different stakeholders will want to have at some point, will want to have some data that's related to the supply chain. Uh, whether it is to improve the process on the factory floor or meeting certain requirements or having much better overview on stock and forecasting uh, production. Uh, more information about points of sales, claims, recalls, all of those things are in the supply chain. And then the third level is 
what we call brand protection or risk management. That is where you want to essentially prevent or mitigate any event that essentially causes damage to the value of your brand. Uh, most brands, if not all brands, work really hard at building up an image of, of quality, reliability, trust. And it usually takes a lot more time to build it up and maintain it. And it can take very little time to completely lose it all. So it's very important that you manage that, the, anything that could affect that. And counterfeits are a prime example of that. If you have a bad experience with a counterfeit problem, uh, sorry, if you have a bad experience with a counterfeit product, maybe the next time you might not choose that product again because you had an ex uh, you were subject to counterfeit. You might choose a competing product that's, as far as you know, has not yet suffered any counterfeit problems. Now, those three things are relatively easily achievable for any brand, no matter how big you are or how, how large your brand is, if it's small-scale production or large-scale, those are three things that are always part of a, essentially accessible as part of a Kessler delivery. Thanks for that overview, Pete, and for explaining this concept of serialization across all these aspects of supply chain visibility, warehousing, distribution, sale, and, and risk management. I think that's really, really important, and I'm glad that you pointed that out. Um, businesses really do work hard to to build up their image, and as you mentioned, it is easy to fall into a counterfeit trap, and, and the consequences of that can be huge. So it's great to have this framework of understanding around what the possibilities are for small and large companies, as you mentioned. Um, now, you're obviously in the best position to understand some of the common challenges when businesses want to partner with a technology partner like Kessler. What are some of the initial stumbling blocks that, that companies may experience at the start of their traceability journey? Well, that is the, the first challenge usually is how do we get the codes on the product? That is very often the question we get first of all. Is, okay, I want to serialize my uh, batch of vitamin pills or a special food bar or anything. How do I get the codes on there? This is where size, complexity, number of production line, volume comes in. Now, thankfully, Kessler is a very scalable platform because it is cloud-based. And we have a lot of experience with the different companies and technologies involved in, in a production process that we, we usually partly fill this role as a, a consultant slash uh, service provider where we will help the, cons the cons customer figure out the best way to get their products labeled. Uh, labeled or printed or code, you know, just assigning the codes to the product. So that requires a good understanding of the technology. It requires a good understanding of the possibilities. Now, doing this with us, with Kessler, that's where, as I said, our experience really kicks in because it is a matter of having a good understanding of what this is called a manufacturing, uh, oh, sorry, execution, oh, sorry, it's MES solutions or the, the manufacturing execution system that is essentially the software or the, 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 the program that runs the production line on the factory floor. You need to integrate with that. You need to integrate with the printers that put the codes on the packages. And we have a lot of in-house knowledge on how this is done and how we can design the perfect solution for 
the customer. And on top of that, it helps choosing a company that is independent so that we always strive to have as little impact as possible on the existing system that is currently in place because you don't want to go and cause a disruption to the production process. You, 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 it's very difficult to get the customer to just shut down the production line for a couple of days because they have to replace a ton of hardware. You want to insert serialization without really affecting the, the ongoing process costs. In these, especially in larger facilities, you cannot afford uh, the, con the production site to, to st stand still. Depending on the nature of the company, there can be multiple external stakeholders to integrate through the serialization process. So, Pete, how can businesses best prepare for full supply chain integration and get all of their stakeholders to participate? Yeah, so serialization is a fantastic tool to solve many different types of challenges. And normally, you will be approached or we are approached by one stakeholder who has a specific problem let's say counterfeits or gray imports and then yes it's uh, they understand how serialization will help them solve that but it's important for any business that is looking at uh, serialization and, and uh, for supply chain or any other purpose to understand the bigger picture as well never lose sight of the bigger picture it's a very important enabler in a company to allow to allow them to digitize their operations and their supply chains more and more companies are seeing the, digi uh, the benefits of digitization in this day and age. And this corona outbreak could actually lead to speeding up of this process. As it is now more and more clear that perhaps we should not rely anymore on one supplier in one specific country, but perhaps we want to have a more resilient uh, network of suppliers that allows us to be more efficient, you know, different legs to stand on. And if you see the bigger picture and you understand the bigger picture that, yes, you can solve your counterfeit issue, but using the right tools and making this more understandable when you talk to your colleagues in logistics, they will all understand that serialization could actually address a number of their problems. And then you can go and approach the marketing people and they understand that, well, with serialization, we have this brand new direct digital marketing channel towards the consumer. So if you want to prepare your business, if you are in a business and you want to serialize your product to solve one of the challenges you're facing with, it helps in mapping all the stakeholders, understanding the challenges they have, and then clearly presenting them how serializing the products could help them as well. Because you only need to get one unique code on one product to do a lot of things that could help many more different departments in a company than just yours. So I, I like that we're talking about this bigger picture and I think we're starting to get a really good idea of how this is all gonna to come together and how um, a technology partner like Kesler could help brands navigate the supply chain. Um, I'm really glad to hear about the levels of support and expertise that's available to them. But Pete, let's talk about the investment piece here. Investing in traceability undoubtedly reaps rewards, but for brands seeking further understanding around the type and the size of the investment, can you offer any guidance on both the, the financial and the time commitment needed to, to implement an effective traceability model? Yeah, so obviously if we look at, let's say one of our bigger uh, 
projects we have done with a Dutch uh, dairy group called Friesland Campina. That is a fairly large project, a very high number of, of products and, and preparing for such a implementation takes time. You have to map the entire process as it is today. Uh, where are the production lines? How many production lines? What are the speeds? Uh, what colds? How will we apply those colds, etc.? You have to map all of that. And then, like I indicated earlier, you want to find the least disruptive method of, of adding serialization to that very often complex picture. But that is for large systems. And as I said earlier, Kessler is a very scalable platform. And you can have all the bells and whistles and all the modules and all the cool things that we offer on a small scale as well. And normally on large projects, you will have a, a, a phase where you have the minimum viable product. You will have a pilot and then based on the pilot, the consumer will learn a lot, feel much more comfortable and much more uh, aware of the process and how these things work and then helps them in making a, a decision to move forward and do a rollout in the entire factory floor. But for smaller systems, there's also methods to serialize and make it perhaps simpler, less complex, but still having access to all these cool things that you can do once you have serialized your products. And that's where we normally would look at the labels, pre-serialized labels that you apply to each product you manufacture. So then you can offer anti-counterfeit uh, features. You can trace your product through the supply chain. You can do all of these things because as I said earlier, the tricky part is getting the code on the product. Once you have that, everything else is, well, I wouldn't say easy, but it's, then it's software. That's, you know, that's what we're, what we're good at. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really good to hear that there's, there's options for small and large companies, because I, I do think, you know, if we're working towards full sector traceability, that requires stakeholders of all sizes to, to participate in traceability and it's absolutely understandable that there's no one size fits all model it will depend on the capabilities of the company and and of course the amount of stakeholders involved and so there can't be a universal pricing point as you mentioned brands need to consider you know the quantity the complexity and the scope of the project and if there's one thing that i think brands need to take away it's that investing in traceability technology really can benefit businesses from a cost perspective mm -hmm. um, so peter i'd love to hear more because you outlined to us how businesses stand to gain from serialization once you have serialized your products to address one specific issue you have could it could be counterfeit could be gray import or anything else really once you have serialized your products you are now able to go and you know, enjoy the benefits of having your product serialized. And one thing would be food waste, which is, you know, it's quite a saddening to see sometimes how much food is thrown away because of expiration dates that are passed. Now, if you have better control on your supply chain of a product that cannot be exposed to a certain temperature, I think of dairy as a very good example or meat, if you have better control on that and if you have better control on that specific batch of milk or that specific uh, box of, of uh, steak, for example, you can then tell the consumer much more into detail with much more precision how long this product stays good for consumption, which of course will reduce the waste of, of, of food. Um, cutting 
or switching from mass communication to more tailored communication, for example, through the QR code, through an app that you ask the consumer on to have on his phone, you can now communicate with your consumers much more directly, much more tailored, much more relevant. So you will save on investing in large communication campaigns that might not give you the desired results you're hoping for and perhaps tailor more towards the consumer that is with information that is relevant for that specific consumer. Cutting down on costs by streamlining your distribution and especially rooting out, uh, let's say, um, those points in your distribution chain that cause problems. Think of gray import or products that just simply disappear or you realize that products show up in locations where they shouldn't be. If you serialize, you can trace back and you will find those points where things go wrong and you can fix them. And counterfeit, again, that is a, for some companies, it's a tremendous source of revenue loss. We had one company, one customer in Asia that was dealing with a severe counterfeit issue. And they simply put labels on their boxes that have a visible code and a hidden code. And the consumer has to do one thing, scan the code, and then they're asked to scratch off a little surface and enter the hidden pin code. And they get a confirmation that this is a genuine product. But in less than 12 months, all counterfeit products in that area disappeared. Because preventing counterfeit is simply a matter of making it too difficult for counterfeiters to bother to counterfeit the product. They will move on and, and, and find something else. So there's a tremendous cost-saving uh, aspect in counterfeit. And also uh, think of a recall. If you do a recall of a product, normally you have information on the batch level. And the only thing on the product that tells you anything about this is the expiration date. So if you have to recall a certain product, you might have to throw out a very large fishnet to catch a specific number of fish. Now, when you have serialized your products, you will know exactly where are these products, which stores have received them, or which uh, markets are there. And you can tailor and target much more detail those products that need to be recalled, whereas you don't have to go and recall a bunch of products back that actually are perfectly fine. That's really interesting, Pete, and um, thank you for outlining how brands can really benefit from a cost perspective. I think that's important for them to know. Um, I, I think businesses certainly need to consider the control that they can have. And as you mentioned, this topic of waste, which I think is a very serious issue when it comes to food particularly, um, cost cutting by streamlining processes should really incentivize businesses too to, to consider advancing their traceability efforts as well as this counterfeit issue that you've mentioned. There are severe implications surrounding revenue and brand integrity loss. Um, and those are real, real issues that I think um, we need to consider from a risk management perspective. Um, so, Pete, it's been such a pleasure talking to you today about traceability technology and the extent of solutions that exist. We're living in a world driven by data and insights, all for the better, of course, because we are really trying to get our industry to work towards um, integrity and in supply chains and a more sustainable future. I think that comes from a financial, environmental and social perspective. So we know that there is an investment and a wider commitment needed from brands to bring traceability to life. But I think with all the support available for companies large and small that you've outlined and the huge potential to benefit from a cost and, and brand protection perspective, 
you know, we have to ask ourselves what's holding brands back. Um, but Pete, thank you so much for joining me today. And I look forward to the next time we get to speak on this topic. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.